Hello, friends. My name is Peter Rosenbaum, and I have been asked to present a, a podcast on the December 2022 uh, editorial in developmental medicine on the issue of context. And I thought I'd do this by having some fun and sharing with you uh, one of my favorite slides, uh, which I think illustrates some of the issues that we're uh, interested in. Uh, and you can decide whether you agree with that. <clears throat> so the topic, uh, the title of the uh, editorial is Childhood Disability, The Importance of Context. And although this is not in the text, my subtitle would be, It Depends. What I'd like to do is to have people reflect on uh, this picture. This is a picture of a child uh, of one of the parents with whom we work. And I often use this when we're talking about uh, uh, our F-words work to ask people to reflect on what they see, what they think, and so on. And the point of thinking about this in the context of context is to ask people what we see here. And I believe that what we see and how we interpret this picture may depend on, for example, first of all, who we are. If we're a physical therapist, a neurologist, a pediatrician, a parent, a grandparent, a teacher. And that is because if this child is our child, we may be quite delighted that they are heading toward their first day of junior kindergarten. Or if we are a teacher, we might be terrified that this child may be coming into our class. If we're a therapist, we may be either encouraged by all the resources and services this child has received, or perhaps concerned that the seating could be better and its position as captured in this snapshot is not as good as it could be. A pediatrician will recognize impairment and hopefully also, depending on our optimism, dimension, uh, excitement about the child's uh, opportunities. If we're a neurologist, we may be wondering about what the uh, underlying causes of the cerebral palsy uh, have been and so on. So how we view this child will clearly depend upon who we are. And that is an aspect of context for this child and for us. A question that I think is worth considering is whether anything here needs to be fixed. And when I say think ICF, I am referring to the fact that the child clearly has impairments in body structure and function. Uh, the child appears to have some challenges with activity or doing things or functioning. Uh, the child may or may not be able to participate. One assumes he will because he's off to junior kindergarten. But what, if anything, comes to mind with respect to the therapeutic interventions that we are, as professionals, so used to thinking about? The third question, and again, a contextual issue, in this case, in terms of history, is do we describe this child as handicapped or impaired or disabled? And I ask this question because we've been talking for the last 40 years with the World Health Organization's international classification of impairments, disabilities, and handicaps. We've used the word handicap to refer to the social consequences of an impairment. But that language has been replaced to a considerable extent 
by thinking about the child having impairments at the level of body structure and function and thinking about what else is going on outside of the child. And this leads to the World Health Organization's uh, concept of disability. And in modern thinking, for some of us at least, disability is a social construct. So this child, we presume, uh, is bright enough to go to school, is clearly a happy child, at least as captured in this picture, has powered mobility, which will allow him to get to school. However, if he gets to school and there are stairs at the front, he will be disabled. And he will be disabled by an environment outside of himself, which is interfering with him using the best of his abilities, which include power mobility, learning ability, social ability. He will be disabled from accomplishing those things he would otherwise like to use. So again, the context in this example is of language, which evolves over time as our concepts evolve over time, thinking beyond impairment within the person creating the handicap to thinking about the interaction between society and the individual with their functional abilities and challenges. I ask where in the world this child lives and why that matters, because so much of our thinking these days is much more global than it used to be. And I refer in the article to low and middle income countries where many of our colleagues are doing really exciting work to reflect on the issues of importance to us in different socio-political contexts. So this child in many countries would not likely have access to the equipment that he has. In some countries, he wouldn't have access to school because there are policies that limit that child's ability to go to school unless they can walk, for example. And so just recognizing those things, not to say that anybody's right or wrong, but to be aware of those, have this broader uh, thinking in mind when we look at issues like this. Question, can we generalize from this child's experience? Well, uh, that's for you to decide. I would suggest that if this child had different temperament, if this child had different equipment, if this child lived in different countries, as I just said, uh, all of these things might be different. What we can say, I believe, is that it seems to be possible for children with impairments under the right circumstances to, under the right context actually, to have access to school and learning and friends and socialization. But it is again important not to say, well, this should be possible for everybody because clearly that is overstating the case. And finally, I made a note at the bottom of the slide about the notion of our positionality in our world. And I live in uh, North America, where there is finally <clears throat> the beginnings of reconciliation with the First Nations people whose land was stolen from them. Uh, and we are always now opening our meetings with a statement of acknowledgement to the original owners of the land and our positionality as, in my case, a white male, and therefore a descendant of settlers, ultimately, and recognizing that who we are, where we are, how we are, is a very important part of how we see the world. And I see all of that as part of context. 
Uh, I hope this set of ideas has been provocative and uh, at least opened some eyes to considering things. I'm happy to hear from people who want to challenge anything I've said, um, but thanks for listening. Bye.